As vegan and plant-based business owners and entrepreneurs, we're often adapting to a new reality. This new podcast series from Vegan Mainstream is an opportunity to help you when it's time to pivot. These interviews will come from inside and outside of our community, and I hope as your host, Stephanie Red Cross West, I can inspire you and give you the tools that you need to move forward. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our next interview. I have the pleasure today of sitting down with Sarah Easton, who is not only a plant-based chef, but also professionally trained and a vegan hospitality consultant. So I'm really excited today to not only jump into Sarah's world and hear about how she's making changes for us, our community, for others who are interested in our plant-based lifestyle and going vegan, and how she's bringing not only the demand, but also helping hospital, excuse me, hotels and restaurants be able to provide these offerings and be able to do it in a way that works, makes business sense, as well as continues to feed the demand. So I'm excited to not only jump into Sarah's background, but also talk about how things have been going with all the changes in the world and how she has pivoted and how she has continued to help and support our community, as well as I've known Sarah for a while. So this is definitely one of my catch-up episodes as well. So we'll spend some time catching up with Sarah just because it's always great to talk with people that I've known for years. So Sarah, welcome, welcome. It's good to reconnect with you and great to have you today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I've been uh, tuning into some of your events and also you're doing such great stuff. I It's an honor to be here. Yeah, so I guess it's I started out a few years ago doing a little bit of health coaching and the vegan lifestyle coaching, teaching some classes, organizing some small events like pop-up markets here and there. But I had always really wanted to um, work with restaurants and add more plant-based options to restaurants. I currently live in Denver and I it's not a very it wasn't a very vegan friendly community a few years ago. So I thought that um, hosting pop-up dinners and working with re- restaurants would be a really fun thing to do. So I started out um, hosting some pop-up dinners. I reached out to, to a couple of restaurants and got some pop-up dinners scheduled. And I also worked with uh, VegFest Colorado in 2019, and we hosted a uh, vegan restaurant week. And that was really, really successful. And that kind of started some momentum for um, working with restaurants. It got me a little bit of uh, notor- not necessarily notoriety, but people knew me a little bit better in the community and recognized me and recognized some of the work that I was doing. And they started to want to work with me. And uh, we just continued doing pop-up dinners. And I was doing pop-up dinners. Um, I had done six or seven right before the pandemic hit. And uh, those pop-up dinners were incredibly successful. We basically veganize a restaurant for okay. one, one night and we sell mm-hmm. tickets and, uh, every, you know, anyone is welcome, but a lot, a lot of vegans attend, uh, flexitarians attend and people that are omnivores attend as well. It's just something that people see as a fun community event. And I really wanted to do those pop-up dinners because, uh, I just like, having, giving people something fun to do and a way to connect. So 
So I guess I, I don't know if you want me to get into what I what I'm doing currently since the pandemic, how we've pivoted or Yeah, I was actually going to say, yeah, how has that changed, especially with all the great work that you were doing and the pop-ups and so forth? What has changed and how have you pivoted? Yes, so definitely, well, in in Denver, a lot of the restaurants initially just closed down when we were the, the big quarantine, but then some of them started to open up. And really now I've just been supporting them marketing wise, um, just posting pictures or going to uh, patronize them and just giving them a shout out out on um, social media. And also I've been working with some local food, food manufacturers and doing giveaways and just kind of trying to connect people, um, businesses with people. And um, we also, I've also done some month long dining specials where I promote different restaurants or or different types of um, packaged goods and meal delivery services and things like that. And um, I also recently became a vegan hospitality consultant. And what I can offer through those services are um, more in-depth in-depth services, like we can provide a menu, um, menu development, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Menu, uh, rest and recipe development. And okay. I can also do training and, um, it, you know, uh, uh, are you training like the chefs or are you training yeah. more how to set up the kitchen or yes. is it more? We can provide okay. that. Yeah. And then we mm-hmm. do supermarket tours as well. So um, there's a whole whole ho- range of services that we can offer restaurants and basically just give, you know, work with them to provide them with what the tools that they need to um, add more, you know, fulfill the demand for more plant-based dining options. So now did you become certified during kind of this pandemic period or did you become certified before? Yes, I I believe it was over this this last summer I completed the program. It's a three month program, and oh, nice. it's just through uh, Vegan Hospitality is the name of the business. It's Meredith Marine is the organize is the founder of the program, and she okay. certifies hospitality co- consultants to work throughout the the world. And she has an impressive amount of. Um, students, some working mm-hmm. in Switzerland, in Aruba, uh, Ireland. Um, there's people all over doing great things with the restaurants and, you know, just helping making their community more friendly. Um, I went vegetarian when I was 12 and mm-hmm. it's a struggle. It's definitely a struggle um, when you're traveling and it's just a struggle in your your community to find healthy options and op- vegan options that are good and interesting and are not just, you know, uh, you know, fries and salad. Fries, yeah. I was going to say that, yeah. <laughs> and that's the key. But I really, I hadn't known about the official certification program. Yeah. So it's really exciting that that's available. And yeah. I love that during the summer and during all this, you know, crazy times that we've been having that you jumped right in um, and got that certification. Because to me, it sounds like such a great asset when you're going into a restaurant that you can really help them through the challenges that they have. Like I think as vegans, we think about our challenges, like you said, travel and so forth. But a lot of these restaurants, they may want to make these changes, but they don't know how. So it's really exciting to see that you have, you know, you've gotten that certification and that you can play that role to help them through those hurdles. Definitely. And, you know, now that people are more conscientious of their health, uh, 
people will go into restaurants and ask, you know, what options you have. And some, some restaurants just basically say, well, we have salad or, you know, we have, you know, a few things and it might not be that interesting. So they are actually losing out on a whole segment of, um, you know, some profits. So we really want to fulfill that need for the, for restaurants through these services. I love that. Just going to say hello to Gloria. She joined us and said hello. So just wanted to give her a quick shout out. Now, when it comes to working with the restaurants, how have you seen any change or difference? Meaning you talked about how some have started to open, some are starting to find their way forward. Are these restaurants still maybe open to offering these vegan options? Um, are you finding any of the restaurants who are doing more like the, cl- um, you know, the cloud kitchen type of approach where they're doing delivery? Are they adding these items to those menus? Are you seeing that still willingness to do it even while they're trying to figure out their new men- menus in this environment? Or are you seeing any pushback? I, uh, I have not seen much pushback. Um, yes. there's been some people that are just not interested at the, you know, at the time, or they don't feel like they have the manpower or they don't have the budget, but in Denver, uh, at least where I live, we have a huge growing population of people that are interested in plant-based eating. So we have a bunch of new food trucks that have opened. And we also have some, um, uh, pop-up, uh, pop-up dinner, I guess, businesses that have uh, popped up as well. And mm-hmm. um, there have been quite a few people that have added some plant-based options to their menu. Like um, one Italian place did an impossible meatball. And then we also nice. have local food, uh, local cheese maker. And she's gotten on, I'd say she's on at least 25 to 30 menus now, a vegan cheese maker. And she's on, um, you know, a bunch of pizzas and... Um, different, there's a couple different items that she uh, supplies her cheese for. Nice. And I love that you mentioned food trucks. I wasn't even thinking about food trucks in the beginning, but that is such a great way, especially in this environment where people can move around for the demand. They can still test different markets and so forth. And being able to help and support them to either veganize menus, I think is great because it keeps, you know, it keeps kind of as lack of a better word, vegan on the menu in a sense. Um, And I think that's really um, exciting. Yeah. And some restaurants also jump at the chance to do something creative and you know their um their clients may you know just like it just because it's something new and intriguing and it's not just for for vegans so that's what i always try to emphasize to the restaurants is that multiple people of multiple dining habits will enjoy these options it, that you add to your menu. Perfect. Now you also mentioned that you work with businesses and brands that you've been, as you've been pivoting, you've been doing that. And I know, you know, places like Boulder can tend to be a great place where a lot of, you know, um, businesses come out of it as well. Can yeah. you give me maybe a sense of what that role is? Like, do you feel you see yourself maybe as an influencer, as a connector, as a promoter marketing, where, where has your role kind of been defined or maybe how it may be defined in the future? Yeah, I I think uh, it's all of those. I've definitely um, been able, I have been, you know, somewhat of an influencer in the community and definitely I've been able to connect people. I, like I mentioned, our local cheese maker, Peaceful Rebel Vegan Cheese, I've connected her with a few restaurants to get on those menus. And then I also, like I mentioned, I've done some giveaways. We previously used to do the vegan pop-up market and Mm -hmm. that's 
was a way that I could support those local small businesses. But since the pandemic happened, we haven't been doing those events. So we've gone online and, um, you know, just promoted. And I did a little bit of recipe development and just took some pictures and posted them on my social media for a few of them, just to give them a little bit of a shout out. And yeah, just, I love to connect people in the community. I've lived in Colorado my whole life. And so I'm pretty, I know a lot of people. So it's, it's really good to introduce people to each other and make help make that connection. Oh, that is wonderful. And I think that's the thing that's interesting about like living in the city, especially for a while, you can see the development of, yes. you know, what it was like, you know, years ago when we had like one option or one store or one place to go yeah. to or one pasta dish <laughs> and how the world has kind of changed um, over time. Um, are you surprised at some of the changes that you've seen in Denver? Are you you know, was it exactly what you thought they were on trend? Do you think they were more trailblazing? How would you kind of um, assess kind of Denver's um, adaptation of kind of the vegan food and even vegan lifestyle? Well, I would say it's, it's doing a lot better than I had ever envisioned that it would. There's definitely a lot of um, restaurants that have added the options themselves. And then, like I mentioned, there are pop-up dinners and there are also um, food trucks. And um, it's definitely, it, it, we, we definitely need, there's a lot more that needs to be done, but we've definitely, I feel like people are pretty excited about it. And then the restaurants are recognizing that there is a demand. So, um, and we have so many people like younger people moving to Denver that are more interested in a healthy lifestyle and eating a diet that, you know, provides them with optimum fuel. So, um, and, you know, a diet based in plants is definitely, you know, a great way to enjoy the Colorado outdoors. So we've also had a lot of really fun little, uh, smoothie and juice bar shops open up. And um, they, you know, have all sorts of energy cookies and the smoothies and then like toasts and things like that. So I think those are quick bites for Colorado's active lifestyle. And um, yeah, and even uh, Boulder is definitely improving as well. So they also have some of the, they also have some new juice bars and uh, raw food joints as well. So, and they, they definitely are always improving. Probably the final most important piece of advice is to take your most popular menu items and veganize those. And um, and people will go crazy for that. And it's also really trendy and buzzworthy. It will give you some good recognition. And you can also, you know, send a press release out to your local um, news any reporters or um, bloggers that might be interested in covering it. So there are multi multitude of things that that we can can do to get the the items some visibility. And especially um, now that people are are seeing the harmful effects of animal agriculture and yeah. and the benefit of pl- a plant based diet on our health, I think. People are are interested, and like I mentioned previously, it's not just vegans. There's a lot of people that um, are interested in these options just because it's fun and it's creative and it's a interesting thing to do. Yeah, and I like that. I think sometimes we lose sight of that, even as vegans, because we're like, oh, we want more of a vegan world and all of that. But the idea is that there are a lot of people who will eat a lot of vegan dishes, a lot of items, and that's their entry point. That's where they start. 
And we definitely want to make sure that we support them on that journey because, you know, for most of us, or especially me speaking, you know, I wasn't raised vegan in a sense. Yes. So, you know, it was a transformation. It was me kind of moving there and we want to give people that avenue and that lane to do it. Um, I love the recommendation you gave around taking popular items and mm-hmm. veganizing them because you already know they're popular, but by taking something like if you have tacos on the menu, turning it into a cauliflower taco or, you know, some type of fun version of it, I could definitely see that as a um, way to not only bring in the vegan crowd, but also um, really make sure that all their patrons are really getting some fun and exciting dishes. Definitely. So walk me through your day-to-day life. I think a lot of times people who are listening today may not necessarily, you know, do what you do, but I always like to show people kind of this vegan professional life, this vegan entrepreneurial life, what it's like day-to-day or what's your typical week like, and how do you create balance between the demand of what your customers need, your clients need, your restaurants need, and at the same time, kind of keep that sanity in check. Um, so that you're not feeling like you want to pull your hair out by the end of the day. Yeah. Well, number one, I really focus on my self-care. Like I give myself a lot of time to relax and rest on the weekend. And, um, and then I just make sure that I am only working, you know, Monday through Friday and answering emails and, um, posting on social media, pursuing additional clients. And I also try to stay really organized with calendar reminders, things to do. Um, oh, and, you know, just always really trying to, um, do professional development, just constantly educating myself or reading, um, looking at different trends or, um, looking at, you know, at different types of news. I get Google alerts, which really also helps me understand a little bit more about fun things, exciting things that are happening in the community as well. So, um, and I'm always looking forward. Like I have some classes coming up and then we're also working on uh, another vegan restaurant week in Denver in May. So, uh, yeah, I, I just stay really busy and, um, I have a lot going on, but I think I try to keep it as organized as possible through those, um, lists of things to do and calendar reminders. So I'm always kind of staying on track. Yeah. I love calendar reminders. I talk about it a ton in my training and I, you know, it's not always the most exciting thing to talk about at times, but organizing can really make a big difference in your business. And I find it can really free you. Um, It's just, you got to take the time to do the organizing in the beginning. Um, So I'm really excited to hear that from you. So as we wrap up today's session, I just want to make sure that if anyone wants to get in touch with you, if anyone's either a restaurant themselves or considering a restaurant or opening a restaurant, and they'd like to maybe hire you or talk to you, um, how they can get in touch with you or um, if they just really enjoyed today's session and they just want to make sure they reach out and thank you or reach out and just keep up with everything you're doing, can you give them your website, social media, and anything else so that people can get in touch with you? Yeah, my website is just sarahestonhealth.com. And then they can just uh, email me or I have a submittal form where you can submit questions and I can answer from there. But my um, email is Sarah Easton Health 
at gmail.com. Perfect. Perfect. And then just one last final question as we wrap up is just looking forward to 2021. I know we all don't know what will this year hold, but one thing I always like to do is just ask people kind of, are you have any plans or big plans or dreams or anything that you're trying to accomplish, whether it's in your business, even personal that you want to share with people? Um, Cause I always love to hear kind of, um, you know, I always like to dream big. Um, so I always like to hear if anyone has any, any exciting plans for this year. Yeah. Well, so I mentioned previously, I mean, my two goals for the year are just to get more classes um, on my, my calendar. I have loved doing the, the virtual classes because it's been so easy. So I have a couple classes um, on the calendar. And then I also, like I mentioned, I'm doing Vegan Restaurant Week in May in Denver. So um, that's going to keep me really, really busy, but it's always such a fun thing to do because people love that event and the restaurants love it. And so do people. And it's really, um, just a fun thing, a fun way to connect the community. And then the restaurants can learn, um, also test out what things work and what things don't and, uh, you know, learn, uh, how to do some things. We can provide some consultation to them. So yeah, other than that, I think, uh, just the classes and, just working with as many restaurants as I can. That's really my goal. I want um, all communities to be vegan friendly because uh, when I travel, I want to have some options. And I know that people like you and there's a lot of people out there that uh, it's it's been hard. In the in yeah. the past, it's been really hard. Usually, there for a while, we just had Taco Bell, but now we have a few more options <laughs> when traveling, which is good. So we just need to keep getting those options out there and and show people that there or show restaurants that there's a demand for sure. That's probably one of the the biggest things is just get out there and request restaurants add options and then um, and then just support them when you can. Oh, that sounds great! And once again, what kind of classes are you going to be planning for this year? Yeah, I also do. I'm doing a couple um, just cooking classes, uh, culinary nutrition classes. Culinary nutrition. Okay. So I have some with the Denver Public Library, and I actually just did a, a vegan bacon cooking class. And mm. that one was really fun. And uh, it was a fundraiser for a local sanctuary. And then um, just health, health, health coaching and cooking classes. I'm doing one on healthy breakfasts. And then one on uh, eating for energy as well. So, Oh, perfect. Well, thank you for sharing that. And anyone who is interested in the classes, especially while they're virtual, um, yeah. anyone can jump in. Make sure that um, you go to sarahestonhealth.com yeah. um, so you can sign up for those. So, Sarah, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for taking some time to... Yeah, allow me to get caught up with all the great work that you're doing. I love how you're reshaping Denver. I really love how you're bringing in those expertise in the restaurants. And I love how you're pivoting and how you're really finding a way to make sure you can continue to do the work that you love doing, but at the same time, keep everyone safe and at the same time, find balance, and, you know, all those things that we're all juggling these days. So it's wonderful to hear all the ways that you're keeping the movement moving forward 
forward. And it's wonderful to hear about the progress that you've been instrumental in um, and the changes that are happening in Denver. And I hope to stay in touch and hear about more and more great things are, um, that are happening. And I'll definitely follow up with you because I can't wait to hear about the restaurant week in May. May's my birthday month, so I have a soft place in my heart for it. Um, right. <laughs> but it's wonderful, wonderful to have you today. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. And thank you for all your great work too. Thank you. And thanks everyone who joined us live, even if you're watching this as a replay or on our podcast. We love and appreciate you being here. We always love the love as well. So don't forget to hit those like buttons um, and those thumbs up because it's just a great way for us to know that you appreciate and you enjoy today's interview. And we will see you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye.